You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I've been on vacation. That's why you haven't seen the pod in a little bit. But I'm back. I'm back with a little bit of UFC conversation because I know that I'm probably not going to get to talk about this on the show today. Although I might, I mean, it, I talk about that like it's not my radio show, but I'm going to, I'm sure going to mention it, but maybe not in depth the way that I want to talk about it here. I don't know if you watched UFC 257 or the aftermath of it. I didn't watch the undercard of it because I was doing other stuff on on Saturday, but I did watch Conor McGregor get kicked into oblivion. <sighs> I mean, that was and I want to spend some time talking about him. Um uh, Dustin Poirier d- did an incredible job of controlling that match with leg kicks and calf kicks and just destroy Conor's base. I'm I'm not a fight doctor. I'm not here to 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 tell you about technique that guys are using just I want to talk about Connor in a in a bigger sense and that what he's where he's at right now career wise reminds me of where Ronda was at towards the end of her career in the UFC and here's what I mean you get built up into this mythic mythic figure and, and Connor has done that with his actions in the octagon I want to give him credit for what he's done inside the octagon he's he's an incredible fighter he's also done it with a mouth that has made it so that a lot of people don't want to root for him and in a lot of cases want to root for him to get destroyed I I was kind of an on the fence guy when it, it came to Connor because I I understand the theater aspect that goes with whether we're talking about boxing or if we're talking about MMA, that there's a theater aspect of it. What bothers me is that it's so, so comfortably leans into racist tropes and stereotypes to sell fights. And I don't, I don't know if you have to do that. And the thing is, is when, when we got to him talking about Khabib's culture in the way that he talked about it, when we got to him really going after 
that man, his faith, and his family. And then you saw the what happened in the ring. Like it, I'm, I think we all probably have dealt with people like this, the people that are always like, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. And you warn them, hey, man, I'm, I'm not playing anymore. And they still want to push the envelope, and then they fall back on the idea of, well, I was just playing. Sometimes when you play, you get your ass whooped when people have told you to stop. And that's what happened to Conor McGregor against Khabib. I mean, you could make it you could make an argument that's what happened to him in the the Nate Diaz, the first Nate Diaz fight too. That you you talk all this stuff and then you don't think that it's personal. Like you're you're at least trying to tell the public, well, no no no. I didn't I didn't mean all that that racist or culturally inappropriate conversation. I, I don't mean that at all. I'm just trying to get people to buy the fight. And I, I would say that Connor's skill should be enough to make people buy a fight. And maybe that makes me an idealist. But I definitely took a side. I definitely took a side. And I was like, I want Khabib to punish him for his racism i want him to punish him for dragging a man's family into a conversation about what's supposed to be an athletic endeavor i want him to take it out on connor inside the octagon because connor is a good enough fighter that he doesn't have to do some of this nonsense and his name at that point when he fought khabib was big enough that people were just excited to see him back in the octagon, to see him back against a, an opponent that had a chance to beat him, who, who didn't just beat him, but beat him roundly. To see a guy that they hadn't seen in, what, two years? It had been two years since, since Connor had uh, beaten Eddie Alvarez. And this was the way, like, the, his comeback alone, like, Connor's back in the octagon alone, along with Khabib maybe being the best fighter who's ever lived, was enough to sell the fight. So, Connor, in some ways, has made himself a villain that he didn't have to be. And then, you talk about the layoff. There's a bigger conversation in here that I want to get some more information on before... I talk about it, and it's the idea of the actual financial split between UFC and the fighters. The fighters have argued for years that, that their contracts have been unfair, and sometimes it's looked like, and I want to dig deeper before I make any accusations, it's, it looks like the numbers that we think fighters are making are inflated and that they're not making the tens of millions that we think, at least the, the guys like Connor and Khabib. So, and that's why I think you have Connor fight Floyd Mayweather. Because that was an opportunity for him to, to make some cash off the books. To, to make some legit coin on the back end of a pay-per-view. And here he is back in the UFC. Taking on a guy that he had fought before and he had beaten before. in Dustin Poirier. And Poirier was... He was ready, and it's so weird. He had said after the fight, he said that in the first fight, he admitted to being a little bit starstruck and a little bit in awe. 
And then after the fight, he's like, you know, when I got in there, that whole thing, that aura, that the whole Conor McGregor thing, like it wasn't a thing. He was just another guy. And when you reach the stage of being just another guy or just another woman, in the case of Ronda, part of your power is gone. That's why I wanted to connect it with with Ronda Rousey. When Holly Holm kicks her and knocks her out, a lot of the lore, like people weren't afraid. Like Ronda would win matches the way Mike Tyson used to win matches. She'd win it on her way to the ring, to the octagon. And that was gone. Wasn't nobody scared? Amanda Nunez was just sitting there like, why am I not getting the same love? You know what's weird? I was actually in Las Vegas for the, the, the fight between those two. And I remember seeing all of when I got off the, the airplane. I'm in the airport, and I remember seeing all of the posters that were up. And they were all about Ronda. And it was, it was like Amanda Nunes was just there for Ronda to beat up. And she kicked the living snot out of her. And, and we probably are looking at the greatest fighter on the women's side and one of the greatest fighters ever, period, no division, in Amanda Nunes. And it, Dana clearly has his favorites. And he keeps pushing them and pushing them. But if if those fighters don't live up to their reputation, then are they still a draw? And now you start looking at what Conor's been. In his last six fights in the UFC, he's a 500 fighter. And, and that doesn't scream out big box office. And, and I mean, let's be real. The Cowboy wasn't in a place to really offer Connor a, a, a challenge at this point in his career. But you look at the way that he got mauled by Khabib and, and he got kicked into oblivion. Poirier, his strategy was great. Those calf kicks just knocked Connor's base out. And I'm not sure what the next thing for him is to do. What for Connor to do and you'll hear him because I want you to hear a little bit of his press conference he'll talk about like maybe he fights Dustin again but throughout the day and you saw you know Dana kind of weaselly talking to Khabib about oh you know this pay-per-view is going to be bigger than, than yours and Khabib's like I don't care these guys are not on my level and he's right why do I need to fight Connor again if I'm Khabib, other than to continue punishing him. I mean, there there might be some motivation there. Like, I'd love to beat him up again for all the things that he's done and he said. And, and we'll see if the approach is different or if Connor thinks that when he dabbles in stereotyping and racism, if that's his superpower. And I would say to him, if that's your superpower, that's shitty superpower. So I was happy to see him lose, and I'm and I'm usually not like this, but he's turned himself into a villain, and villains get what they deserve. Hopefully, if the world is just, villains get what they deserve. 
And I'm glad that he couldn't walk out of UFC 257. I'm glad that, that Dustin Poirier kicked his calf into oblivion, that he didn't have a base and couldn't fight and was squirreling in the, in the corner like a coward at the end of it. You reap what you sow, Connor. Here's the notorious Connor McGregor after the fight talking like a guy who lost the fight and got his ass whooped. Yeah, it's heartbreaking, John. You know, it's hard to take. The highest highs and the lowest lows in this game. My leg is completely dead. And even though I felt like I was checking them, it was just sinking into the front, of the muscle at the front of the leg, and it was badly compromised. And it's like an American football in my, in my suit at the minute. So, you know, it is what it is. Dustin fought a hell of a fight. Engaged in the takedown attempt. I thought I'd done well. I got up, torn them. I was in my head thinking in that second round, get in, just tie up now. I felt all right in the clinch with him. I was better than him in the clinch. Um, but too little, too late. The leg was compromised, and... I didn't adjust, to, and, and that's it. Fair play to Dustin, very happy for him. Very happy that I got to compete in, this, in these times and, and come back to my 11th UFC main event, and that's it. It's hard, you know, I don't know, I don't know where I'm at at the minute, to be honest. We think about, you know, your mental toughness and what you're made of, I mean, was that difficult for you to know, like, this leg just isn't working anymore, like, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm dead in here? Look, I was going to tough it out, do you know what I mean? I toughed it out as much as I could, but um, it was an unusual one, that's for sure, where I would feel okay in, a sp in sparring or something, checking that side. I felt like me le I lifted the leg up multiple times, but it just sunk into the muscle at the front of the, at the front, and it just, it was badly compromised. And then Dustin had good solid defense as well, so when I was pressing forward with the shots, they were, you know, he was defending well. <sighs> It is what it is. He fought a hell of a fight, and that's it. What can you do? I'm happy for him. You, you said the inactivity just caught up to you. I mean, is it is it physical? Is it a timing? Is it a, what, what what was the cost of the inactivity? It's the whole shebang. Do you know what I mean? But uh, I have no excuses here. It was a phenomenal performance by Dustin, um, and that's it. You know, oh, I don't know what, what what to say. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna chill out. I'm just gonna I'll, I'll watch the full fight and get a better grasp on it. But the leg was compromised, and I was rushing the shots a little bit, and, you know, I didn't adjust. And that's, that's that. You know, it's a, it's a bitter, bitter pill to swallow. And I don't even know whether I'm that upset. I'm, I'm, I, don't know, I, don't <clears throat> I don't know what to say, you know? Last thing for me, Connor. Dana was here earlier, and he said, like, he hadn't talked to you yet, but he's like, this could go one of two ways. Either A, Connor gets hungry, you know what I mean? And it drives him, and he comes back, you know, better than ever. Or... He walks away. You know, he's got money in the bank. He doesn't need to do this. As you sit there right now, which of those two paths sounds right? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll certainly regroup. I'll regroup and pick myself up, you know what I mean? Get, get up off the floor and go again, and that's it. Styles make fights. There's many great stylistic matchups out there. I mean, myself and Dustin are one-on-one. -on -one. Myself and Nate are one-on-one. -on -one. You know, there's many good matchups for me, and... I'll adopt a different approach for, for, for the trilogy, I feel, with Dustin, because, you know, that, 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 those leg kicks are not to be messed with, you know what I mean? That calf kick, the low calf kick, I've never experienced that, and it just, it was a good one, so it's not that I haven't got the style in, in, in me to, to, to switch it up and keep that, keep that at bay, 
and I've a lot more weapons. I didn't get the show. It wasn't my night. It wasn't a great night, but again, no excuses. Hats off. And, you know, regroup and pick myself up. I look forward to going back now, seeing the kids, and just just taking the licks, man. It's a bastard of a game. But it is what it is. I, 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 there's not a mark on my face. I wasn't rattled with anything. It's just I had, I had no leg. And fair fucking play to him. We fought well, and... Yeah, I look forward to watching it back. People are still going to pay for Conor McGregor fights for a little while longer. But he needs a couple of big wins before people are going to pay top dollar. Or, or people at the top of the, the pile in UFC are going to be like, yeah, I want to I fight with Conor. Because now all guys are going to do is I want to fight Conor because I, I want to I have his name on my list of people that I beat. It's a bad place to be. We'll see if he works harder, trains harder, and as good as he keeps telling us he is going forward. Thanks for listening.